You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where we review good old Joe Rogan. And what is he up to this week? Joined as always by my co-host, Pete, Peter, Mr. Atkinson. How are you, bud? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Mm. Yeah, not bad. The winter weather is moving in. Big cold front, or whatever they call it in the U.S., and it's it hit Tennessee with some snow that really we weren't expecting. It's more is snow it ever than snow I, over there. Yeah, it snows. It snows a little bit. Yeah. I guess this is like El Nino stuff. I don't really know about that. Okay. I guess that means it's weathery. It's extra it's weathery. weathery. It's lovely and sunny where I am. Ooh, yep. look at you. Uh, Getting some sunburn on my freshly shaved head. Mm, careful. Yeah. Careful. Put some aloe. Aloe on your scalp. Aloe hat. Blakey. All right. Who we got this week? So Rogan was talking to Charles Wesley Godwin. I don't know much of his music. I really want to check some of his music out. Um, seems He's like newer. a see. Yeah, seemed like a cool guy. And uh, Duncan Trussell was the one that turned Joe onto him. With, with a good music uh, choice there. And um, some old friends coming to visit Rogan, Jim Brewer, one of the guys Rogan started comedy with, um, played a pivotal role in Rogan really pushing himself to become a better comedian after following really? Jim. Yeah, Jim, Jim had like an absolute kill. I don't know if, if Rogan bombed first or... Rogan may have had Jim open for him, and Jim was so good that it made Rogan nervous, and then Rogan bombed. Anyway, either way, Rogan really kind of went back to the drawing boards and said, I need to push harder, I need to get better at this, which is the best attitude to have. Um, and then good old Jim Norton, who is, is God bless him, one of, one of the stranger comics out there, but an absolute OG, total legend. We'll see if we have time to get to him. Um, it's difficult to review the comedian friends of old because they've been on a bunch, and then they often just start chatting like just two old friends about right. what's going on. And, you know, the the difference is, like, look at Charles. Like, you get kind of a breakdown in history of, like, who he is, what his journey is, how he got to where he is. When you get... Brian Redband on or other comedians that have been on lots of times, you know, it almost like Jordan Peterson these days has been on so much that they don't give you like the whole kind of dialogue of, of who they are, where they are. It's just what they've been doing recently. So right, you work with what you got. Yeah. You work with what you got. Anyway, Charles Wesley Godwin. Let's uh let's let's pull up a little sample of his uh, music. I'd like to hear it. I've been missing you and more. 
Beating up my heart Changed the framing in my chest I'm falling more and more Now I don't mind being poor What'd you learn? When I'm with you I pity all the kings of the world Good to see you Good to see you Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. This guy's good. I don't know so if far. I'm allowed to sample that much of anyone's music. Probably not. So oh, if yeah. you're listening, Charles, I really apologize. And um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the move is there. If, if you want me to change it, I guess I probably can. But also, you know, we are kind of reviewing you. So I think it's part of it. Very good. Wholesome. Mm-hmm. Soulful. Say, soulful. Yeah. And he sounds like he's from the, the, the area that you're in, the southeast, that kind of... Tennessee. Type. I think he was like Virginia or something, right? He was saying. Hill, hill folk, mine mm. people. No, I think uh, just good old... Good old American. The the thing about musicians, and I, I know a few that I feel are very talented, and many other people do, and uh, they really haven't broken through, right? Yeah. Um, and then you hear someone like him, and you're just like, ooh, this is, this is a kind of next level. This is better, you know, even though it, 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 just, it just seems so difficult to really kind of break through with music. Like, I, I bet there's been a lot of very talented musicians that didn't quite get there. They just didn't have that break. But then again, often you hear someone like Zach Bryan, who um, Charles is like open for, and, and Zach's kind of taken him under his wing to kind of give him a lot of exposure. And, and there is like a level of quality that's just gets kind of ridiculously high and it's undeniable he's he's definitely got it whatever that whatever that is whatever that is also he's in the right area of the of the world i think he lives in austin yeah i think north korea would be a bit bad spot for him to be this good yeah or maybe even in south korea they like a different kind of stuff over there techno i would imagine uh Stuff you, know, you can film on your Galaxy Samsung phone. K-pop. They like some heavily produced dance dance numbers, confetti. Nice. Gotta have confetti. boys. Yeah, the, what the it is is unusual, but um, it, it's nice to see, even if you don't listen to certain types of music. That's why I love it when when somebody turns me onto a type of music I don't listen to. It's like a whole genre of music that I generally don't put on. And they're like, dude, but seriously, check this dude out. And it just crushes. It it kind of goes beyond the genre. I'm like, whoa, I never even listened to that type of music. And then, you know, you used to play like a lot of, what, bluegrass and kind of stuff yeah. with fiddles and banjos, yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. A lot of, lot of fiddling in my day. And a lot of uh, Celtic music, folk you're, music. Yeah, you're a big fan. And stuff I, I, to drink whiskey too. It would generally never have made my 
my playlist. I mean, maybe some of the more Irishy sounding stuff, but often you would put some tracks on that were just like, oh, this is good. What this is just for whatever reason resonates with me. And I don't know, I wouldn't have expected it to. This guy does something very similar. I like it. It's that his voice is amazing. Mm. And he mentioned that he was only an intermediate guitar player. He started late. Yeah, he still thinks he's not that great. Yes. But how good do you need to be? Not everyone needs to be a Jimi Hendrix, right? I mean, get a good tune, get fantastic lyrics, and, you know, strum four chords. I think they say that a lot about the Beatles uh, music. It was not that complicated in general. The Beatles. Right? They made some money. Uh, They got into... um, you know, he was he was struggling not that long ago. 2021, really struggling. This is the type of story that Rogan loves. It's like the comeback story, you know, redemption or just kind of like perseverance. Um, you know, he wasn't making any money, hemorrhaging money. Uh, 2021, COVID shut everything down. They, they weren't really uh, touring the same way. I mean, that happened to a good friend of mine, Rob Linus who's a musician, excellent musician. And um, I knew him when I lived in Santa Monica. Same thing, got shut down. All of a sudden, your revenue's done. Uh, Charles was barely able to pay his group, you know, like half the money that they should be making. And what was really cool is they pulled together and said, hey, who cares? We're in it. Let's go. I believe in this. You know, that's a real brotherhood. That kind of trust, I mean, don't get me wrong, paid off for them in a big way. Um, I'm sure they're doing very well right now. That kind of loyalty yeah, he, speaks, but it, it, it also may have not done that. So, DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best. Classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots, plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. My new favorite casino game is High Limit Baccarat Squeeze. You get to see your cards with the squeeze function, and it's fun to play. I highly recommend. So download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code JRER. New players get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code JRER, only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut... Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer. Must opt in and make minimum $5 deposit within 7 days. 168 hours of registering new account. Max match $100 casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash newplayer offer 2024. You got to give it to him. That's brave. That was a wild time. Did they weather the storm then? They, they did okay? Sounds like it. Well, I mean, they're doing great now. Yeah, Everybody did. Yeah, they're doing great now. But back then, I mean, they weren't getting paid much to start with, and then they went half pay. That's something. Right. 
Um, they were able to keep it going. A hundred percent. That's really cool. Um, and you know, then he starts opening up for people that um, had some big names. And Zach Bryan, you know, kind of took him on the road. And Zach has such a fan base. I mean, it's massive. But that guy's phenomenal. Uh, and with that kind of exposure, I mean, it, everything just blows up then. It, it pays to have uh, some people like Duncan Trussell tell you, tell Joe Rogan about your awesomeness. That's for sure. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. But look how close they were to not making it. You know, this is the thing. Like, if you believe in something, you got to have faith. I mean, it's it's harder to do depending on what your circumstances are. If you have a huge family, if you have a family at all, kids, I mean, it's harder to take those risks because you 100%. feel almost negligent. But if you believe in what you're doing enough, I mean, to not do it. Imagine if if enough of them kind of stepped forward and said, you know what, let's go back to what we were doing before. We just got to pay our bills and survive. The whole thing would have shut down. And what a shame. They would have thought about that the whole rest of their life. How close could we have been? How close? I don't know, man. I'm all all, all for people that push. And, if they got the marketable skills and they do that, then I... It's a life not wasted, that's for sure. And they did the right thing, picking the risk. A hundred percent. I mean, Joe talked about remembering a lot of comics, comedians that he knew early on. There were so many funny people. and But the road is treacherous, and it takes more than just being funny. Like, you got to show up. you got to be disciplined. Hard work. You've got to just keep coming back. You know? And what did you... Was it this one he was talking about? The ten years. If you if you don't have ten years, comedic comedic hammering experience out on the road, then then you're not an expert yet. Yeah, a hundred percent. With but with comedy, it's different. I music. There are plenty of phenomenal artists that came for. I mean, Taylor Swift was world famous at what, like eighteen. I mean, I so. she may have been maybe. playing music for 10 years before that, but she didn't have, like, 10 years of road gigs, you know? No. It's no. like almost no comedian is at their best and crushing it until they're, at the earliest, maybe 30. This is why comedians like Eddie Murphy are such outliers. And even though Chappelle is seen as the GOAT, it, there's a good argument for it being Eddie, because he had some of the best specials ever at, I think, like 21 to 23. Like, way he, he too awesome. soon to be that good. Way too soon. Uh, but, yeah, comedy is comedy is like getting a black belt in jiu-jitsu. It's, it's, it's brutal, it's painful, and you're going to get some injuries. That's my take. But you got to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you got to go through those tough times, which this guy did. And, you know, I think that plays into the music, too. I mean, music is like the the most beautiful, poetic example of, like, these challenges happen and you're going to find lyrics in it. I mean, you would hope so. You know, Joe even says out of, like, a thousand open micers that become professional comedians, you know, it's like maybe one ever gets to the point of really selling tickets or selling at a show, being the draw to sell a show. 
I mean, I sold tickets once for a show I did, but I the only tickets that I personally sold were people that I knew that were my friends or someone I was dating that came to the show. It wasn't right. like some random person I didn't know saw my name on the flyer and was like, I need to buy a ticket to this. No. Right. If you, you get to the I need them. to buy a ticket stage, like that's very rare. That's very rare and very impressive. What what else uh, did you enjoy about this guy, Pete? His look. He's got the he's got the look. He's got the look. That's he's a big the, part of it, right? As a musician, you gotta have a look. You got they, he has, you have to have a look. You gotta look cool. He, he should not be wearing Dockers and a tucked in polo. No, this guy he's a rock star. Mm-hmm. Can't be wearing a tuxedo t shirt. Not actually now you probably can do that. that oh, sounds, he could. Yeah, I'm I'm back. When you say that, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go see that show. <laughs> this guy's a pro. I, I, I like him. You see him down old country, country, country boy. Mm-hmm. As, as country as you might think yourself, there's always somebody who's more of a cowboy than you. I right. think he's, I think this guy out cowboys me, unless he doesn't do any cowboy stuff. He talks like it. He talks, he talks the talk. Let's see if he walks the walk. He sings the walk, I guess. He brings up one of my favorite points about Rogan. He's obviously a Rogan fan. He's listened to Rogan. Um, but he he kind of went into that famine mentality and the abundance mindset. And, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it really does work. It's like being, don't be jealous of people, be inspired. And so right. many people get jealous. So many people are like, oh, that guy just does that. It's dumb. And then they find an excuse to not like it. But really... Most people are looking at other people's success and wanting it for themselves. Now, maybe they don't want to do it in the exact same way that the individual they're looking at did it, you know? I mean, I guess bar criminal behavior and, you know, insider trading, Nancy Pelosi. But if you're doing it in an honorable way or a way that doesn't commit crimes or hurt anybody then why should anyone shit on you? And people like to do it. People people are resentful. And those people when or anyone that thinks that way is way less likely to get ahead. And you definitely don't want to be friends with those people. Once you, once you figure out who they are, get away from those people. They will bring you down. They're jealous of the outcome, but they're also jealous of the ability to put in work. They just don't know how to put put in the right work. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right, let's jump over to good old Jim Brewer after covering Charles. But I like that guy. I got to check out more of his music. I recommend you guys do the same if you want wholesome, you know, family fun. That's how I describe him. All right, gonna, Jim Brewer. Good old Jim. I remember this guy. The first time I ever saw him was in the movie Half-Baked by Dave Chappelle. <laughs> he has some of the most incredible little monologues. When he was super high and ordering pizza, you remember that scene? <laughs> I, is that the one we just... No, I can't recall which one that is. Oh, it's so good. Uh, let's play it. 